Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps pet parents understand and optimize the health of their furry family so they can live the full and happy life you want for them. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Hello, 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 and welcome back to, for me, the start of the year in the Call the Vet Show. I know the last episode you would have heard in January, but that was a rebroadcast. So this is my first live episode if you'd like coming for you for the year i hope that you had a fantastic end of year um, start of year break i hope um, some of you managed to get some time off and valuable time with friends and family i certainly had a fantastic couple of weeks with uh with the family we went and explored a new part of the south island of new zealand somewhere where we've been trying to get to for a number of years but it's on, on the west coast uh, a place called karamea and the weather is often rather wet and every time we've tried to go there's been horrendous weather forecasts so we've not not bothered but this time we had blue skies uh we did lots of river swimming saw some fantastic sights it's a really beautiful amazing part of what is a beautiful and amazing country so i'm feeling fully refreshed and ready and raring to go and i'm going to start off this year with a question from chris who is having a few problems with his cat wyatt and sent me this video message alex question our chubby lovable little cat wyatt loves food loves dry food and wet food, but recently he stopped eating dry food and he's only eating the wet food. So I don't know what that is. Please give me some help, some advice, whatever you got. Hey, Chris, great to hear from you. I hope we can get to the bottom of what's going on with Wyatt or certainly give you some ideas of what could be going on. So for me, I think whenever we have a change in our dietary preferences for our individual animals, it's really important to actually get to the bottom of things and not just ignore it and go well at least he's eating wet food you know who it's all right he's eating enough and he's maintaining his weight there's no problem let's get to the bottom of things straight away so kudos to you for recognizing it as a problem and wanting to take some action i think that's really important especially because what i think is probably the most likely thing and clearly it's not something that i can say for certain here but i think the most likely thing is that there is something going on within his mouth that is causing him pain and discomfort and clearly chewing on dry biscuits is going to be harder if there's something causing pain than maybe mushing up some wet food or even just swallowing that without even needing to chew dental disease is really common problem in our pets our pet cats and our pet dogs it said about 80 percent of our pet animals have some form of dental disease by the time they get to the age of three years which is a huge number and probably not all that unsurprising considering we still need the dentist and brush our teeth twice a day or if you're not doing it you really should do but our pets often are not having their teeth brushed it's pretty difficult life gets in the way and even with the best will in the world we're certainly not going to be doing it twice a day if you are, let me know. And while at three years of age, it's unlikely that the dental disease is going to be more than a little bit of plaque or tartar and maybe some gingivitis, although that can be pretty painful in its own right. As that disease progresses and dental disease is a progressive condition, you're going to um, you're going to get tooth through abscesses developing and they can be incredibly painful. And if you've ever had an abscess in your own mouth you'll know just how debilitatingly painful that can be and what will happen with us is that we will feel really painful we'll probably almost stop eating completely and we'll go to the dentist straight away and get that problem sorted your cat why in this instance um, or your dog 
won't have that same thought process. They're just going to choose to eat what is easier and less painful for them. It's still probably going to be painful, but we don't want to get to a situation where they are choosing not to eat. Effectively, they're choosing to die because of the pain of eating. We don't want to get to that situation, which is why it's important to jump on these things early. Now, cats have a different problem in addition to this that dogs don't get and that comes under a number of different names feline oral resorption lesions feline odontoclastic lesions uh, basically what these are is where the enamel the outside surface of the tooth effectively becomes moth-eaten and dissolves and that exposes the really sensitive underlying dentine and nerves and things that are within the tooth it makes them really really sensitive really painful it can though be pretty difficult to see these lesions in a cat who's awake number one because their mouth hurts so even just opening their mouth handling their lips could be enough to get them scratching you trying to bite you so you need to be really careful you also really need to know what to look for because often these lesions certainly in the early cases can be really subtle where they look like a little bit of kind of pink gum that is extending just a little way up the surface of the tooth the most common teeth that these affect are the premolars so those teeth that are behind the canines and as this disease progresses so this resorption lesions they get bigger a tooth will effectively disintegrate and and at some point it will snap off and then sometimes the gum will grow over um, and that may actually seal in infection and cause problems with that remaining root it may be that actually the whole tooth eventually just becomes resorbed and effectively disappears and once that happens it's not going to be painful anymore but that process is going to take months if not years of underlying pain to having had to be kind of gone through before we get to that pain-free period so it's really important basically the bottom line is is that yes Chris I think you need to take your cat Wyatt to the vet to have their mouth looked at and then to recognize that that is a painful problem going on assuming that they see some form of dental disease and then the likelihood is there that um, the tooth will need to be extracted so they'll need to be removed which does need to happen under an anesthetic and in some situations can be a little bit tricky and the cost can be high but we don't want to leave your cat or your pet in pain. Now there are some other problems that could be going on it could be that there is a foreign body so something stuck in the throat or in the mouth that shouldn't be there it could be that there is a mass a, a tumor growing um, Wyatt who is not a massively old cat it's less likely but we do sometimes see some tumors uh, often at the back of the mouth that can progress really very very quickly and unfortunately the prognosis for those is not not very good at all even with early detection and intervention and then in the short term we could have also had something like uh, getting access to some kind of caustic um, burning uh, chemical so an acid a, a bleach cleaner for example that's actually burnt the tongue or burnt the um, burnt the gums and then that causes problems eating you're often going to get um, salivation there and you're going to notice some other things rather than a cat who otherwise appears to be pretty well um, and yeah has just kind of slowly gone off their their hard food so hopefully that helps Chris give you a little bit of an idea of what could be going on with Wyatt and gives you some more information uh, to help you decide on the best course of action in discussion with your vet helping your pet live the happy healthy life they deserve <coughs> Now, dental disease is such a common problem, as I said previously, in both dogs and cats. 
actually addressing it and trying to prevent it ever being a problem as best as possible is one of the main ways that we can keep our pet dogs and cats as healthy, as happy, as pain-free and as long-lived as possible. If you want to find out more ways that you can do this, tackling kind of some of the biggest problems, the biggest preventable problems that I see every day in the vet clinic. You can find out how to prevent those in my free guides. You simply head over to ourpetshealth.com slash health checklist and you can check those out. There's a dedicated guide for dogs and cats because they are different and there are differences between the two. So select the one you want. Um, you'll get access to both of those and I'd love to hear your thoughts and how you implement some of the strategies that really are very simple and cost nothing but a little bit of time and effort in the vast majority of cases. So there's a lot in those guides. I'd love for you to check them out. Again, I'll leave links to uh, those free guides in the show notes. In the next episode of the podcast, I'm back with another guest interview. We're talking all about senior pet care, some of the problems that many people face when their pet is aging and some of the issues that we see as veterinarians in our older pets that maybe people need to think about ahead of time. So even if you've only just got your new puppy or kitten, this episode is going to be really valuable for you. So I really hope to see you next time. Make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button on whatever app you're listening to the show on. I'd also love it if you could share it with a couple of friends or family members who you think will find it interesting and will improve the life of their pets. But until the next episode, I'm veterinarian Dr. Alex. This is the Call the Vet show because they're family. That's it for this episode of the Call the Vet show. Be sure to visit callthevet.org to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. We'll see you next time.